You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Al and Jerry are here with more sports news and other stories that they couldn't get to during the morning show. Alan Jerry's post game podcast. What do you say we do a podcast? Hey, wait a minute! I do that. Oh well, you're eating a Twix bar, Jerry. I am. I'm very hungry. And uh, normally, I only get to do the intro when you're not here. So when I saw you stuffing a Twix in your mouth, and you do it well. Where did I? Uh, I see that's only one half of a I Twix. I both of them running. You had the other one in the second. Dude, three bites. I always did like the Twix in that. I felt like you got more candy bar. Because you got two two uh, sticks of Twix. The Twix, to me, feels like a better snack Yes. than, say, the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Though I like the Reese's Peanut Butter Cups better. Right. But it's small. Right. That's why I like. My favorite candy bar is Kit Kat. Not enough. It's wafers. So it weighs nothing and right. thus is not satisfying. And yet you have one piece of the wafer yes. at night and you're satisfied. But like when I Because you're basically turning into a wafer. When I worked in drug fair and we would go on break, uh, we would get a soda from the machine and a right. candy bar. That was our break. Sure. And I would always go Snickers because I felt like that was going to fill me up. Yes. A Snickers. Uh, by the way, I agree a, with that. With all the caramel and the yes. nuts. I'm with you. Snickers and a cherry Coke. Could you imagine what sugar intake I was having there you're, between right the Snickers? Right now, what you're taking in a week. Yeah. Between sure. the, uh, in my 15-minute uh, break at the drug fair in Edison, New Jersey. Well, it's funny because when – listen, I'm like everybody. I go through phases of good eating, and then I go through phases where I don't eat well. When I find that I'm doing the show is the phase I'm not eating well because I have no structure. I have no routine. Like days like Monday and Tuesday when I'm anchoring, I get here at 4 o'clock. I know for a fact by 6 o'clock I'm eating something when we're done with the warm-up while I'm getting ready to come in here at 6.30. And then if I eat at 6, then I know by 9 o'clock I'm going to have something, and I'll probably eat something before I go home at 11.30. And that's kind of my day. I'll have a snack in the afternoon and then dinner. That's my day every day. When I do this, I don't bring food. Why? Because there's no time to have a meal. I mean, you you can't eat a meal in, in a four-minute break. You just can't. And I don't want it sitting there for another 20 minutes. That'd be great if you had a plate with, like, meat, potatoes, and vegetables. I think Craig's done that before. <laughs> Craig brought trays in. That's true. Right. So, to me, I figure it's four hours. I'll eat something before I leave, although this morning I didn't because I was not hungry. So, the first thing I ate today was a bag of Cheez-Its out of the vending machine at 7 o'clock. To where, all right. out of all the choices, I'm like, all right, well, it's not terrible, and then we were sitting here, we get ready to do this in between finishing the show. I'm going to Columbia right after this. And then I got to go to Rutgers. I'm not going home till 4 o'clock. I'm like, I got to eat something. That Twix bar looked good, Jerry. And I wilted. I was going to buy a bag of pretzels. There were mm-hmm. no pretzels in the machine. So I'm like, what's Twix. the next best option? 
Twix. Probably wasn't the next best option, but that's what I went with. Twix. And so what I'm planning on doing is getting a sandwich mm, at 1.30 when I leave Rutger, Columbia. I'll eat that in the car on my way to Rutgers. All right. So, But there's no structure. There's no routine. I don't know what the hell yeah, I'm doing. You've got to routine, routinize yourself, Jerry. I thought of a very good name for the show when I fill in with Boomer. Oh, okay. The Morning Wreck with Boomer Esiason. Boomer and the cock. Cock? Cock. Or cock, are you saying? <laughs> no. You can. Why, why? Now, why do you think I that? I didn't know if you said cock. Boomer and the cock. What does the cock mean? It's fi- it's like spackle. It's filler. Oh, filler. But Crack boomer filler. and the spackle doesn't work. No. Boomer and the cock. Now that works. People would that would they would say cock in, in I was accidentally. A, but no, no, I'm not going there. I said. Oh, you cock. wouldn't say that. Boomer and you the said, cock. You said cock. I said cock. cock. Big there, difference. There was a famous Opie and Anthony prank phone call when they they called a uh, lumber store or whatever and was asking for cock. And the person thought it was cock. Of course he would. Why, why wouldn't he? Cork. Cork. Uh, I did speak with uh, Craig Carton yesterday. I'm I know, glad to hear that. I know a lot of people uh, on Twitter uh, ask me, and people uh, call me on the telephone here and ask me. Uh, I do speak to him on a somewhat regular basis. I spoke to him yesterday, and uh, I can tell you that the man is, uh, people want to know what type of spirits is the man in. I will tell you, uh, he is fired up. To defend his name. He should. That's all I can tell you. Good. I never ask him about the case because that feels awkward. I wouldn't. Uh, so I just, we we spoke yesterday about the sports radio as we normally would. Sure. And, uh, but I will tell you, he is fired up. He's uh, he's uh, going to uh, the judge uh, in front of the judge, I believe, today. Yes. I wished him a good, I sent him a good luck oh, text. Oh, good luck text. I did. All right. Fair enough. Let me clean a couple things up here, Jerry. I feel like I'm going to have to very shortly go get this hernia repaired that I've uh, been nursing for. You're struggling? Over a year and a half, I'm, I'm feeling it's painful. Yeah, what didn't go? Because I don't want to go because I when know. you go and you get the surgery. Your balls you, uh, just completely swell up. Your balls and penis swell up purple. I'm not interested in that. Yeah, I actually hold went, on a second. The penis does too? Yes, it's severe scrotal bruising. And swelling? Yeah, because the all the uh, the the f- f- blood and fluid settles down there during the process. So what is it's that not look painful? Like? It looks like I have an eggplant in my pants. That's what it looks like. <laughs> so I don't want that. I'll tell you for, well, how, <laughs> for, for how long you want to know. Yes. Well, good question. So because I was in pain this morning, and I was like, I got to get this done. Right. I went to my photographs because I remember I photographed, uh, I didn't photograph my penis and balls, but I photographed the incision. So I looked to see when that was. It was October 2nd, 2015. Okay. Seven days later, there was a photograph of me here at work and I was still wearing sweatpants. Yeah, but I kind of remember, I thought you kind of milked that a little bit. But then, yes, by, by 10 days afterwards, I was in jeans and walking and having a good time. So I was like, okay, so that's going to be like a seven to ten day period. Yeah. I, by the way, I would never milk wearing sweatpants. I don't wear sweatpants in my own home. Oh. relaxing. Then you were then seriously, you had the the eggplant thing going on for a week. I do remember that when I had the surgery, I came in in sweatpants, and I I told Mark Chernoff why why I was in sweatpants. He goes, yeah, I guess that's okay. I. 
What? <laughs> Should have just called out and taken sick days. Sick days. That's what I'm doing this. How time, do, I'm serious. How did sick you go days. to the bathroom then? It does not affect your urination or your pooping. It Nothing. just It just visually expands and okay. looks very bruised. So when you have to do number two, yeah. does it just flop there on the seat? Or can you no, tuck it? No, you could still go as uh, I have such it's thin more of a cucumber than it is an eggplant. I have such thin legs, Jerry. I have plenty of room for it to still go into the uh, toilet area. <laughs> it gets back in the cave. But yeah, it was not it was not pleasant. Wow, All not right. pleasant. So I think I'm going to have to do that. Um, we uh, run a commercial now, and you and I were discussing. I think uh, off the air. I don't know if this was on the air. We're running commercials for. Oh, we maybe did it on the air uh, for Bob Dylan. Yes, we did on the air. Yes. That is something you'd be interested in seeing. I would, as I would too, if it wasn't in Long Island. I know he's playing Beacon Theater as well. Yes. But I want something in New Jersey. I, then I, I would go. Now, you said uh, that, you know, these guys, these rockers, you never know how long they have. Yeah. So you want to see them before they pass. I would like to see Bob Dylan one more time. Yeah. But I don't know that it's going to happen because right. you, you looked for me and he's not playing in Jersey. Not Jersey. So I'm not on a weeknight, specifically on a weeknight. There's no way I'm trekking back into Manhattan or... Long Island. I will do that if I'm getting paid to go to a game. Right. And I'm kind of committed to it. I am not going to spend money, though, and then not get any sleep. No chance. What if you could, it was a Wednesday night, you had to work the next day. Right. But you got to introduce him on stage. You'd say, hi, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Jerry Recco from WFN. No, that doesn't really phase me because he's not going to give a crap who I am. Even if I met him, he's not interested. Not interested. Yeah, he would so not So I don't, interested. that to me does nothing for me. Okay. The one thing, I, you know, I would have, the only thing, I would say my only disappointment, you talk about a music band yes. or a music musical act. When the Chili Peppers were at Barclays, I think you guys introduced them, or at least Boomer and Craig introduced them. Yes. You introduced the cover bands, I think, right? Or the, the yes. warm-up bands. <laughs> That's correct. In front of 17 people <laughs> before anybody got their seats. was still kind of neat, though. Yeah, definitely. Um neat. I thought I was told I was going to get to go backstage oh. and meet the band. And that happened, and I wasn't told about it. Yeah, I got a photograph. I with the would band. have really liked a picture with the band. Yeah. But like you guys came sh- back, and it was like, oh, we went there already. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. You know what's weird, though? The, the photograph uh, that I have with the band, and Craig is there, uh, and a couple of uh, corporate folks okay. from the radio station. Not a great, like, kind of like a pixelated photo. Oh, I really? don't understand. Yeah. I guess the lighting, maybe. I don't know. Interesting. Well, either way, I would have liked the photo with them. But all right, so be it. Uh, my next thing, Jerry, is I was preparing today's program. Uh, you know, today was one of those days where there really was not a lot of big news. So, kudos to you and Boomer for getting through one of these days. I don't know how you do it. I thought it was. I thought today was easy. I thought yeah, it, was it was fun. A lot of Knicks people are fired up for yes, the Knicks. That helps. But I noticed a lot of things. Like as as I was putting them on my list, I was like, hmm, this really isn't anything, and I'll tell you why. So okay. it was like. Um, uh, Aaron Judge talked about the Girardi firing. Right. But in reality, he said zero. Yeah. Uh, Joe Girardi talked to, you know, Mike Francis. In reality, he said nothing. Right. Eli Manning talked to Mike Francis, said nothing. Right. Why are we so interested in athlete interviews when they say nothing? Do you think, and Eli Manning is on this radio station, do you think... People are like, oh, I can't wait for Eli to come on with Mike today. I think after big losses, yes, I do. Even though he will give you nothing. Is I, it more I, Mike's react, Mike's questioning both. of him that's it's, interesting? It's you want to see if Mike's going to pepper him 
with tough questions. Uh, you want to see how Eli's going to respond. Is Eli going to give up on the season? How do you defend that crap we saw yesterday? But he just talks nonsense. He does, uh, and I don't listen every week because I'm just I listen. I listen to the radio and I'm in the car. I'm just not in the car usually. I'm, I'm never actually because I run this basketball and dodgeball league on Mondays. Uh, basketball on Mondays, I do dodgeball on Tuesdays. I'm not in the car at five o'clock. I'm running the the game, but you, so I never hear it. But the Mannings, um, as a family, have become experts. Well, let me ask you at this. saying nothing. Do you do you think Tom Brady really says anything? No. Okay, that's a great another great one. Right, but he's on every Monday morning W-E-E-I. with those guys up in Boston. Yes, and I think people still want to hear from him because it's different than I would say. The difference is when you see them at a podium. They're kind of buttoned up. They're not, I mean, there's two different levels of saying nothing. They're saying nothing in front of the media, and then they're saying nothing candidly when you're just on a phone with the guy on the other side. And while he's saying nothing, you can kind of hear it in his voice. I don't know. I think it's different. I do. And I think there's something about having the star player on, even if they say nothing. I do. Now, would I want Geno Smith on every week? No, he doesn't play. Not relevant. But when you get the starting quarterback on, I think that's kind of cool. I do. Right. And there's another thing, too, about saying nothing. Thomas Jones was on with Boomer and Craig and said nothing and gave you seven-second clips of nothing. Eli stumbles and bumbles through 30, 40, 50-second answers. So while he's saying nothing, he's very creative, and he talks in circles. Right. So at least it's something to listen to. Like Peyton Manning played how many years? Like 18? 18, okay. The only thing we remember him saying that was interesting is... The drunk kicker? Yeah. The liquored up kicker? Our idiot kicker got all liquored up. Yeah. Well, but if you think about it, they he won a lot. You know? Yeah, I but mean, near the end, it wasn't great. Well, near I mean, he had a couple of those seasons. I know he won. Yeah, no, all. I know what you're saying. I, I just think it depends on the personality of the person. Like I've said, I said for years, I told people around here, you want a good interview for a player? And he's not on the team anymore, but... I said, go sign Calvin Pace of the Jets. Tremendous talker. Really doesn't have a lot of a filter. Like, he knew not to curse when the mics were rolling. But he would say it was on his mind. And I thought he would be the type of guy, put him on. Like, Andrew Roll turned out to yes. be. I thought Calvin Pace would have been appointment radio. So, like, the reality was, in what they were saying, Antrell Roll was a better spot than Eli Manning. Antrell Roll became a better spot than Eli Manning, yes. But... The Eli Manning spot sounds sexier to say. We yes. talk to Eli Manning. I do, and I think people gravitate more to the quarterback. I want to hear what he has to say more so than the safety. Like yesterday, Aaron Judge went all all around ESPN. He sure. did the, uh, as they say, the ESPN car wash mm-hmm. where you go through every show. He said nothing on not a single He's show. very Jeter-like. He's going to give you nothing. Right. So yeah. why? Why? Because you and can... we would all... We would all... Um, if Judge was coming in? Oh, we would all be... I'll tell you what, because promotionally, it's very good for your business. So to play clips of Aaron Judge and to say, you know, especially in the in the updates or if you want to rerun little segments on the Aaron Judge on the fan with, it sounds good as opposed to Aaron Judge courtesy of 1010 Wins, you know. Should we start booking guests for our warm-up show that's uh, 12 minutes That's long. very early. I do love the idea of a 9 a.m. guest. 
Yes. The other mornings, the other part of the morning, not so much. So you can see it as a host, where a host would be looking forward to a guest at nine yeah, o'clock. Yeah, and it's not, and it's not to kill a segment. It's to change the flow of the show a little bit. Okay. Because by to me, having done this now a lot in the last two months, six o'clock is a piece of cake. Seven o'clock is even easy. All by eight o'clock, up. yeah, by eight o'clock, you're still fine, but you just feel like you're repeating yourself because the topic of the day is still the topic of the day. So if you can have a guest, and by the way, I totally understand your point about the phoner guest. I do believe after nine, though, I don't think it matters. I think it's a different day part. People are at work at this point. To me, a guest at nine o'clock breaks up the rest of the morning and you feel like you've done your job. And now it's a fun spot. Listen, you don't want it to be boring sports, but like I had said, and I don't know, I probably won't be able to do it, but I had said I'd love to see Heidi Watney come in here to kind of talk about the baseball season, the awards. Completely off topic if she was in today. and nothing to do with the Knicks. But it'd be different. It's 9 o'clock. You get to 9 o'clock. Hey, we'll have some fun, talk some baseball. All good. And then away we go. Chris comes in, and then we're done. So, yeah, I see the value of a 9 a.m. spot. Hmm. Should I book this Heidi Watney? I'm going to write that down. I would love you to. I would love to. Yes. She's uh, from Quick Pitch on MLB Network. MLB. All right. I like her. I like Kelly Nash. Although she does a show in the afternoon. Do you like any guys on the network? I like Mark DeRosa very much. I love Eric Burns. I don't know any of these people. Mark DeRosa and Eric Burns, really? No. Eric Burns played for the A's. DeRosa from the... You don't remember Mark DeRosa? I know. Well, the the Mad Dog is over there. Yes. I, you, oh, yes. I wasn't looking to book him. No, but... Who did Heidi Watney play for? Uh, I, I, no, she didn't. Oh. No. I don't, I don't think she did. But you... What now... You want the, you would want me to request her to come in prior to the awards being given out, or once they're given out? Uh, I would say prior to, because I'm sure she's probably going to Belize right after that's Belize. all done. All yeah, right. she goes I, only because I follow her on Twitter. So when the season's sure over, do. she because she works her ass off, she takes a very long vacation. Oh, she does. Yes, is she a married woman? I don't know. I'm not really sure. She goes to Belize by herself. No, it looks like she goes with friends. Friends, at least. Last year. Is she part of that group of women that hangs with Michelle Beadle where they'll go drink wine together? I'm not sure. And uh, watch uh, NFL games and eat steak dinners? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Why don't you have Michelle's number? Why don't you text her and find out? It's okay. 730 right now in L.A. I'll say, are you familiar with this Heidi Watney? And is she as part of your crew? Your ste- Why don't you say your steak-eating, wine-drinking group? Group, right. Uh, Jerry, how about this? Now, you're a homeowner, yeah? I'm a what? Homeowner? I am. Owner, I said. The yeah, I didn't it. hear you. Okay. Homeowner. Yes. Uh, <laughs> you fool. <laughs> Jeez. We just moved into a new house. You did. Now, would you be hosting Thanksgiving? Are we you more, Well, it's interesting. Do you prefer to be host or go some to somebody else's I house? I actually do prefer to host. Really? The problem is, and I mean this, with, look at that, hernia mesh recall. Oh, that's um, not a good job. I hope you don't have any mesh in your balls. I do have mesh in my, uh, not in my balls, but in my hernia hope it mesh. Wasn't, hope it wasn't made in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> you might be having another surgery. Suffered complications that required surgery. Oh, Call now. Jesus Christ. Anyway, um, I don't mean this negatively towards my wife. It's more, of right. a, it's more of a compliment, although it might not come out as such. So whenever we have hosted holidays, I'm very, just cater the damn thing. Go to Dearborn Farms in Homedale, order this, 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 and this, and if there's one thing we want to make, we'll make that. Simple. Everything's done. Go pick it up. Heat, serve, families together, everybody's happy. 
to where she's always like, okay. And then it ends up being, oh, I'm going to cook this. I'm going to cook that. And she ends up spending the whole day in the kitchen. Right. And then it's like, I'll help you clean up. No, I got it because I'm, you know, I want to make sure I put everything back. Okay. Then don't complain the next day that you really didn't feel a part of it because you didn't let anybody else help you. So I would like to host it and do it and help her, but it becomes this big thing. So, but Thanksgiving, yes, there will be people at our house. Mm. I will not be home for much of the day, but there will be people at our house. Oh, you've got Cowboys. Cowboys Chargers. Mm. I will probably be here in Paul Arzuman's studio. Doing pre-post awesome. halftime. Yes. All right. I should see if I could be the anchor that day, too, and get another paycheck. It says here, Jerry, that more than a third of people surveyed said they'd rather go to the DMV than be the host for Thanksgiving. Oh, I totally disagree. Really? Yeah, I like being home. All right. Especially, I like, like, I don't know, with the kids, it's just better. To me, here, it's, this sounds terrible, but Thanksgiving to me is about football and turkey. You just know, those two the items. The whole actual meaning really gets lost. Mm-hmm. And I love nothing more than getting up, you got the parade on, go outside, play some football with the boys. Yes. And then... Have people come over? Yeah, it's fun. Now that you and I are living close together, I make him over uh, Thanksgiving morning, throw the pigskin around with the, the I Reco. Hope, by the way, I hope you the do. The Reco boys. I hope you do. And you'd be very welcomed at the dinner table as well because mm. Kim's mom loves you. Is that right? Yes. She would love to have you over. So if you and Gina are around, right. you're not doing anything with your families. I will be at my sis. We you will are be at more my more than welcome at my house. At my sister's house, but that's very nice. Can I sign you up for football that morning? Oh, I might be able to come out and uh, throw the football around. I like that. We'll depends, make sure we're up and ready. Depends how cold it is. You know, Thanksgiving is one of those holidays where it could be two degrees out or sixty. Yeah. Yeah. And right now we're in we're kind of in between. I feel like we're sinking. I feel like it's freezing now. I'm going to Ithaca Friday night. I have Rutgers CCNY basketball, and I'm going to do the Columbia-Cornell game Saturday. I read that when I get there on Friday night, it's going to be 12 degrees. 12. That sucks. I'm not ready for that, Al. <laughs> 12. <laughs> Dude, that's really cold. I went to uh, get my oil changed yesterday. You know how they like, check all of your vitals in yes. your car? They go, uh, yeah, your battery is not yeah, going to do tell because the car hasn't been turned on in a month and a half? <laughs> <laughs> Just charge it. It's fine. I don't drive it anymore. <laughs> no, the car is five years old. Right. It needs a new battery. Okay. So they're telling me in the cold weather, it's going to be a problem. And then I read today, cold weather is coming. I would do yourself a favor and go have it checked by my guy, Phil. Phil. Before you just buy a battery from your place. Phil will do that for me. Phil will take care of it. All Not right. to mention he'll get you a better price on the battery, too. Will he install it as yes. well? Oh, he does. Yes. We trust this Phil uh, McCann? I do very much. Do. I do. Okay. I can tell you, so in my wife's truck, there was a couple of things going on. So she brought it in to look at it. They're like, yeah, you need a new transmission. And I said, there's no way. Brought it to Phil. He's like, I don't know who told you that. He goes, you need a transmission fluid. He goes, but they were about to charge you $3,000 for a new transmission. Put the transmission. He changed it. Runs great. Is that right? Yes. Philosophy. Very, very uh, trustworthy mechanic. And okay. those are few and far between. Those are few and far between. So. Uh, Jerry, yeah, the warm-up show is we're next. Done. Yes. It was Usually pretty... I say I got to go because I have oh. an update. I'm kind of good. I got nowhere to go until oh. 1230. Uh, okay. Well, that would be another two hours, and I'm out of stories. Could you do four hours with me? I could not. I don't think I could. For real? Yeah. 
if we were talking basketball or if we filled in one day. So you're basically admitting right here and now on the podcast that you couldn't do four hours with me. I could do four hours if I knew we had full phone calls. Well, well really, think... it'd be, really, if you break down the hour, the right. first segment of the hour, top of the hour to 18 after. Right. That's where the heavy lifting that's is. That's easy. And then uh, the update person would come in. That's right. easy. And then you want phone calls on the back part. Then a little short back part, and then we start over again. Right. So I, I think I could do of that. Of course you could do it. That was not a good answer. You would have to do the heavy lifting, though, that first segment. I'm fine with that. I'd be looking at you with the deer in the headlights look, as with, they say. I've got like, more dumb ideas about weight limits in football. Like if you said something about like a player on the Knicks that's not Porzingis, I'd be looking at you like, what? So, so if I said Mendowskis Kuzminskis. Yeah, like you said McDougal or something today. I was like McDermott. Who? Doug McDermott. Yeah, You're that funny. guy. Eddie and I looked at each other and they're like, who are they talking about? Well, I do about? think it helps to actually watch the Nick game once in a while. Oh, you you might know who some of them are. All right, so tune those in. Yes. Okay. They're on MSG, you said. Yes. Okay. All right. I'll see you later. Warm up next. See you. <laughs> It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. Well, why don't you? Quarter to six on the fan, and this portion is sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Al Dukes, I know you've got a ton of stuff for oh, me this morning. Jerry, I've got a ton of stuff. The first thing I want to start with is you never want to be suspended indefinitely. Right, if they came to you here at your job. But, Jerry, you've been suspended indefinitely. I would think that means it's one step closer to being fired. Right. While they decide what to do with me. Why would the Giants, that just means I don't know. one week. I don't know. Just say we're going to. Janoris Jenkins is back. I don't week. know. It happened with uh, DRC, Dominique Rogers, Cromartie, Jerry, in case you thought of Run DMC, the rappers. I was not thinking of Run DMC. Different guys. No, I wasn't. No. Both, when those stories came out, I'd be like, uh, you know, Janoris Jenkins has been is suspended indefinitely. And I'm like, wow, this guy's not coming back. Well, the only thing I can think is, remember when Tom Coughlin with Beckham was trying to save his job by not doing anything with Beckham with that Panther game and Josh yes. Norman? Maybe Ben McAdoo feels it. And he's just, I got to get my best players on the field. Because here's the thing. If they lose to the winless Niners on Sunday, oh, my God, Al. Like, why even bother even paying attention to the Giants anymore? And they're not even starting Jimmy Garoppolo. No, C.J. Beathard. Your thoughts. Why can't Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> be ready to go? I don't know. Do you think I, the Niners offense is I, more complicated than the uh, Patriots? I don't know. No I, chance. I thought for sure we would see Garoppolo in the second half this past Sunday. We didn't. So I thought, all right, fine. They'll start him against the Giants, which would be, just be perfect. Figure he'll come out, have the game of his life, show the Patriots, see what you lost out on by sticking with the old guy. Uh, and he's not. Maybe, I don't know, maybe if Bethard struggles early, we'll see him, but he's not going to start. I see. Interesting. Then uh, this story came out yesterday, um, LiAngelo Ball, who's a freshman at UCLA. This is no joke, by the way. Oh, it's no joke, Jerry. He's a freshman at UCLA. They're over in China playing basketball Georgia there. Georgia Tech. But Georgia Tech is here. Right, but this if is they to were, expand the game, I guess. If they were playing against China, they're not. like a China team. Maybe they're playing exhibition games. I don't know, but they're playing Georgia Tech on Saturday, I think. Yeah. So they're over there, and uh, he and a couple of his, uh, and the rest of his teammates. <laughs> a couple of freshmen, too. They yeah. don't have a famous uh, loudmouth father. Right. <laughs> they were arrested in China on allegations of shoplifting in a Louis Vuitton Why store. Why are they in a Louis Vuitton store, by the way? 
Have you watched that show Locked Up Abroad? No. You haven't. I haven't, but I've Eddie, I read... have you seen this? I have not. Oh. It's the show they run. I think it's on MSNBC or one of the NBCs. Sure. Well, you do have a lot of time on your no, hands. No, this is... <laughs> they run marathons. So Locked Up Abroad is like these stories about people <laughs> going to foreign countries, yeah. getting flim-flammed into something where they look like a criminal. They get locked up and uh, they never come back to America. So you think they were flim-flammed? I don't know if they were flim-flammed. What does flim-flam mean? Just like kind of scammed into being sh- shoplifters or criminals. Why did you just say scammed? I couldn't think of the word. <laughs> like here in America, for you to be arrested for shoplifting Louis Vuitton, you have to have a crystal clear video where like LiAngelo Ball was looking into the camera with the Louis Vuitton bag. Otherwise, you set free. They're like, ah, we don't have enough evidence. That's not true. In some of these foreign countries from this show I was watching, they, they don't need any evidence. They just got to be like, those kids look guilty. They were got a night in the clink coming up. Yeah. A night in the clink in China. (laughs) Well, and how about this? I was reading this morning about this whole case and how China law is. They can spend 30 to 37 days in prison before they even decide if right. they're going to indict them or not. Yes. I mean, what does the inside of that prison look like? You want to talk about rats in New York City. They might yeah. be sleeping with them. Yeah. This locked up abroad show, sometimes they would, like, uh, arrest people, you know, Americans uh, abroad, Jerry, in other countries, and they'll be like, I'll just throw a bag of cocaine on them, and now we'll get them for <laughs> coke trafficking. You know, by the way, that's why I'm never leaving the country. Exactly. <laughs> if I was on UCLA and they were like, you have to go to China or you can, I'm not picking on China, any country, not the United States. And they're going, you're going to go play basketball there. I would not leave my hotel. But there's no reason to. I've been away with teams at this at this point in yeah. my life. I've been with Columbia. I've been away with Rutgers. And you mean in just like Idaho. You don't have to go anywhere. They'll arrange like yeah. team tours to do things where you're together as a group with actual leadership to make sure things like this don't happen. Now, you will have an hour of free time. Now, I've been with teams where they go across the street to a deli to get a sandwich or they want to go do something. That's fine. But if you're in China, yeah, I'd probably stay in my hotel room. I would, no matter what foreign country I went to, hotel room. I would well, go why, down. Well, why go? Exactly. I mean, they're there to play basketball. Right. If you were in a foreign country, I would think you're there to do something. No, Unless like you if, just want to expand your boring life. Abroad. No, like if you know how like Boomer wants us to, you know, we go cover live games like if yeah. the NFL was playing in even London. Oh, so you're talking about for work? Yeah, for work. Like these kids are there for work. But well, they're like, oh, let's go explore China and let's go in this Louis Vuitton thing. I don't thing. think that was exploring China. I think they went to a Louis Vuitton store that was literally either in the hotel or just down the block from the hotel. And they were probably horse playing, you know, how kids do, Jay, pushing and shoving, grabbing Louis Vuitton bags. And then the guy there was just like, you stole that bag. Well, they did say the that the U.S. Up. government was going to try and have this expedite. I hope. To get some sort of a resolution. How about, do you see what it could carry? Three to ten years in jail. For a Louis Vuitton bag. Yeah. You can't. This is a serious deal in China. You cannot steal other people's property. Well, it's a serious deal everywhere. But here in America, you have to really be guilty to be found guilty. I suppose. So like you got to really be found guilty to be found guilty. I mean, guilty. they need crystal you clear. You really got to be guilty. Crystal clear right. video. Here it's got to be like 10 for 10. Got to think you yeah. did it. There it's 2 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Right, we're good. Uh, the Jail. Old, the Louis Vuitton shop owner, he feels like he took it. <laughs> Just you took it. You'll get a few years in jail in China, then we'll send you back to UCLA. Not, no joke, man. You'll continue your career. No joke.
How about when that father, when the, what's the father's name? LeVar? LeVar Ball. He got that phone call. Your son <laughs> is in jail in China. Oh, you know what he's thinking? He was there. We're selling, oh. we're selling more sneakers. <laughs> the father was there? Yeah, they're actually like filming a reality show oh. there. Locked up abroad? But think of the publicity. Maybe they'll turn it into that. A young basketball player from UCLA. Or he could just trade him some big baller brand shoes. Something. Even. Hey, there's 600 bucks a pop, right? Even, right. He is going to need a game plan. By the way, do you know anybody that's bought those now at this I point in the last month? Do not. I, I used to know a guy who would have probably bought them. Or yeah, had no, no, them, but... I, I Like in the last month, now that it's not new anymore. Right. No. Right, of course not. Like, why would you? I don't know. Nike, Under Armour, Adidas. Start there before we get to that. Exactly. And then, did you see that thing with the NBA jerseys just like ripping? I did. All right, the Nike jerseys, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I have no idea. They're made cheap with different materials. fabrics. I don't know. Cheap and they're fabrics. very expensive, too. Ain't nothing cheap about them. Hmm. So, I don't know. Boy, you look like you're lost right now. Like, you're not just lost. out of topics. No, not out of topics at all, Jerry. Okay. I'm concerned for, uh, what's this kid's name? Leangelo Ball. Yeah. Plus, I'm looking at the clock 52 is when you like to go. And do this. Do this thing. portion sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. You have enough things to worry about every day. Insurance shouldn't be one of them. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. More to yeah. Like I didn't want to start my next topic about an Instagram model and oh. then have to be stopped. And that has to do with LeBron James. We'll That's get right. to that. And Boomer has nothing to do with the Instagram model, but Boomer will be here at the top on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the warm-up show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof. From Scotch Garden 3M, the superheroes of building products. Welcome back. Great to have you with us. This portion brought to you by Firestone Complete Auto Care. If you're just waking up, boy, the Knicks look really good. They won last night at the Garden. The Nets lost in Denver. The Devils lost. Islanders lost late as well. This portion sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Come into Firestone Complete Auto Care. Get $60 on a Firestone Visa prepaid card by mail when you purchase a set of four eligible Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone, Al Dukes. That's what I do, Jerry. Um, so LeBron James. DM Jerry, which means direct message. Right, for the youngsters out there that aren't sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, an Instagram model named Heidi Hoback. She's quite the looker. Now, this is the problem, though, with some Instagram models. They uh, want more Instagram fame, so they screen grab their private messages yeah. and say, Oh, look, LeBron James DM'd me. So I'm fun. She's a hunter. I'm fit. I've got a hot body. Take me on a date. Exactly. That's what I like to DM. So this girl's a hunter. Yes. And I guess his line was, show me how to hunt and I'll show you how to shoot a basketball or something. Yeah, this was a LOL. Yeah. This is a quote, Jerry. Teach me how to hunt and I'll teach you how to play ball. I think I had that pretty good. Deal. LOL. Now, the best part is she says she didn't know that he was married and had kids. Right. She knows of him, but she's not a basketball fan. So when everybody got on her that he's a married man, she invited the whole family yeah. to Virginia to teach them how to hunt. Yes. Now, could you imagine if he took her up on that? LOL, everybody. <laughs> he shows up with his wife and kids, and this hot model yeah. with this busty chest sure. is like, could you imagine his wife being like, no. what the hell are we doing here with her? Hunting weekend with a hot Instagram uh, I model. I don't think that's going to work. Now, he's going to have to explain this to the wife, right? I would think so. Yes. Yes, of course. This is all over the this is all over the internet. It's on the internet, Jerry. How could you not? This is called LeBron DMing LeBron going after a hot model. Suppose something like that. At the end, where he goes like this when he did LOL at the end, that was like 
I'm not hitting on you. LOL, everybody. Well, that means laugh out loud, Al. <laughs>